Hey everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poli and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 147 and this week's question is, should you take a break from social media? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy this episode, please do give a like, write a review and share it with friends. Okay, so since July, I have been away from both social media and blogging. I made the decision after I realized kind of how much time and effort I was giving to social media platforms and how little time was left for more important things like actual writing. In fact, months before that, in one of my newsletters, I asked my readers about social media and their feelings towards it. And the replies I got were actually quite telling. Most people found it to be quite a big time suck and something that always needed to be fed with new content, to be checked, and left a lot of people feeling overwhelmed and not really good. You know, it wasn't one of those things where you you look at it and enjoy your time on it. This is not like playing uh, video games where you do it and I'm assuming that you feel better and you feel enjoyed and, and maybe a little bit stressed if you lose. But it seemed to mostly be a negative thing. It was a chore to look at, a chore to fill in. Yeah, that's the sort of thing. Now, I grew up before social media and I am quite thankful for that in many ways. Now, social media does have its place. This is not me like completely poo-pooing social media and then like, oh my God, it's awful. I do kind of think that, but I do acknowledge that it is important especially if you're a writer and you want to like build your brand. But if you are spending over 50% of your time on these platforms rather than, say, writing or editing or anything else more creative, then it's most likely a waste of your time, or at least wasting some of your time. Yes, we do talk about building a brand and building a following and reaching out to your targets, and social media can help with that. And it does need to be consistent and frequent, but it can become too much. Social media can make you resentful. It can make you feel worse about your work, especially when you see other people's curated feeds, the time and effort they or sometimes their team are putting in, and you just can't keep up. A lot of people feel like that. Because like we've said before, we're all different. We all have different requirements and responsibilities. And obviously, sometimes social media comes easy to people and sometimes it doesn't. And let's also not forget, they're always changing the rules. I remember what it was like on Instagram at the beginning They have changed so many times with different things, how you get on someone's feed, how many hashtags that work, you know, now that videos are taking over and reels are doing better, you know, that's being pushed a lot more. So if you just do like picture based ones, you don't get seen as much. And obviously all these platforms are changing the rules and amending their systems. And then obviously there's new social media platforms coming all the time and people shift from one to the other. So it is a lot to to be dealing with all the time. I mean, you're right. Every social media is always growing and evolving and there are always new platforms that are being created. So once you feel like you get the hang of one certain platform, well, now that platform, nobody cares about that anymore. And they're all on this new thing or they're trying to compete with each other. For example, TikTok has, you know, Everybody loves TikTok because they're short videos. So therefore, YouTube came out with YouTube shorts. And there's so much competition. There's so much learning curve and just trying to keep up with the times in general. But the other thing is, regardless of social media growing and having new platforms being created, every social media platform has its limits and expiration dates. Because when I say expiration date, I mean new platforms are created and certain trends just fall to the wayside. I mean, every, you know, a couple of years ago, everybody was on Twitter. Now everybody seems to hate Twitter. So if you post things on Twitter, it's not going to be seen 
by who you want it to be seen. And that kind of brings me into the limits that these platforms have. Every time you post something on social media, it has a certain lifespan. Going back to Twitter, using that as another example, every tweet has an average lifespan of, I think, about 12 minutes, 12 to 15 minutes. And that's because Twitter is a simple platform. It's just all status updates. Yeah, you can add photos and videos, but it's essentially a status update and your feed gets bumped down the more people you follow and the more people that use that hashtag are posting, yours just gets pushed down to the bottom and people don't see it right away. And if you post something at 10 o'clock in the morning and the majority of your followers don't go on until noon, well, guess what? Your, your post is already buried by everybody else that they follow. I think Pinterest is different because uh, Pinterest, I think one pin has an average lifespan of a couple of months. So every social media platform is different in their lifespan and their limitations and things like that. Uh, but I also think social media in general just gives high expectations of where you should be with your life or your career because you get conflicting advice from others as we give advice. Again, take, take our advice with a grain of salt. <laughs> Got to say that in like every podcast episode. But I mean, some people tell you to stick to one social media, but then others tell you that you need to be on all the social media platforms to widen your audience. And some say that you should be on social media like at least one to two hours a day, whereas others are like, you only need to check it four times a week. You should be posting X amount of content once per day or once per week, whereas your different content types, you should have videos, you should have reels, stories, posts, videos, uh, I already said videos, images, you know what I mean? There's a whole lot to it. And it just really gives you unrealistic expectations, high expectations, but also unrealistic expectations. And it can kind of be hard to decide which one of those set of rules is right for you. And depending on where you get this advice from and who you decide to listen to or what you ultimately decide to do for yourself, you can easily burn yourself out. And you may be doing it all for naught because once you understand Instagram's rules, for example, they may change the rules or a new platform is going to be created that's very similar to Instagram because they're competing with Instagram. And now everybody's moving over there because that new Instagram platform is not owned by Facebook. And who really likes Facebook anymore? I'm not apologizing for that comment. That's it. <laughs> I have to say, it's really weird. When I first came on, which I mean, I joined social media late. It was like 2016. I hated social media. I grudgingly joined because it became the, you have to join social media if you want to be a writer. And I fell for that bollocks. And I hated Twitter. I thought the idea of it was stupid. And then in 2018, I ended up on Twitter doing really well. And that became my main platform. Loved it. Actually did really well. Met loads of people, most of whom have become guests on this show. That's where we found our guests. They were all on Twitter. Great writers. Wonderful community. But yeah, you're right. I hate Twitter again. It became so full of drama, so contentious all the time. And I don't know. It's just... It was hard to get heard, hard to get seen. So many DMs of just like, buy my book, buy this, do this, hi. Oh, you know, like, what was it? The canned response. Hi, thank you for following me. If you like blah, blah, blah. No, it got so stressful. But then it's same with Instagram. You go on Instagram and there were so many people with like thousands of followers and thousands of likes, apparently. But how many of them are bots these days? There seems to be so many bots around. 
you know, all these, this is turning into a rant, I've noticed, but all these influencers out there like, oh, I've got so many followers. But then you look at the pages and there's like no engagement, no comments, just likes, thousands of likes and no comment. It's like, how are you getting that many likes and no comment? Sounds fishy. Sounds like you're buying likes, buying followers, which has been proven time and time again to happen. People have been exposed for this sort of thing. So you're already dealing with this kind of falseness in that way. So yeah, I, I didn't mean for this to become a massive rant, but I feel like it's going that way. So let's let's wheel it back to the question, which is, should you take a break from social media? For me, it was a necessity. I was getting really hateful of social media. I hated the time I was losing. I hated the constant stream of visuals that was overwhelming. Just, I got swept into it and I didn't even care that much. I also hated how much content I had to keep producing because as, as you said, there's, you know, you have to produce this much content at this many times, put it at this time of the day, this time of the week. And again, you get this information. Oh, you need to post at 2, 2 p.m. on Wednesdays. Well, which time zone is that? Because let's be honest, depending on where your audience is, your time zone will make a difference. There's just so much to do and so much to learn. And because things keep changing, it was hard to keep up. There are more important things in my life to do than to spend that much time on social media, especially when the videos became a bigger thing and, you know, views started to get lower and you had to start building and try different things. It just lost its interest. It lost the flair. Not to mention there's pretty wide information about social media and some of the bad influences and impacts it has on people, on our memory, on our focus, even our emotions. People get more competitive. People get more comparing. You know, we look at other people's feeds and the way they, you know, from everything from how they look at their desks to how they have their houses to how they look. And it impacts people. It's been shown many times that it can impact people and people can feel uncomfortable about themselves or where they are in their career or how they how they act or how they are and how they manage their time so many things then you throw in the FOMO fear of missing out which keeps people going in case they miss something important on there it's too much and if you feel overwhelmed or stressed or that social media is a chore then maybe you need a break and let me just say I'm talking break not saying leave it not saying quit and delete everything I wouldn't dare, in case somebody came back and yelled at me later, wouldn't dare. There are plenty of people, including authors, who have no social media presence, including some big names. I can't remember them off by heart, but I swear there are some out there who don't have social media. There are a lot on there who have teams who run their social media, so they're not actually doing it. They're writing and getting their books out. I found when I took my break, for the first week or two, I couldn't stop reaching for my phone. I actually had to delete the apps because I couldn't, I would pick it up and open them before my brain would kick in and say, what are you doing? And I had to put it down. It was actually really embarrassing. I didn't realize how bad I was. It was very addictive because that's what it's designed to be. I had almost no focus because I was used to watching three minute videos, two minute videos, flicking through a million pictures, barely reading comments, barely reading captions, because let's be honest, just visual, you're looking at visual, you're rarely reading anything or tweets that are like, you know, 200 odd characters long. After a few weeks, my focus came back. I stopped grabbing my phone randomly. I started feeling like I actually had more time. I was able to put all my efforts into more creative endeavors and get other things done. 
I am actually shocked at the difference. I knew there would be some difference. I went into it assuming there would be some difference. I mean, I am not the first person who's taken a break from, from social media, even for a few months. You go on YouTube and look, there are hundreds of people who, you know, stop social media for a year, stop sort of social media for a month, quit social media entirely. And they've talked about their experiences. And I assumed that I would have something similar, but I was shocked at the level of focus I got back and being able to sit and write for longer periods without checking my phone or listening to it ping at me. So maybe you do need a break. If you've been struggling, if you've been feeling like you're not making any progress, maybe step away. It'll still be there and you can build back up again. It's been proven before. Other people have left and been able to build back up. It's not like once you leave for a few months, no one will ever see you again. It's okay. The world won't collapse. I know some people think that if they leave social media. Just even if you just do it for a week or three weeks or a month, just try it. Just see how it affects you. I think you'll be surprised. I have to agree with you on all of that because I actually, I mean, I grew up in the 90s where the internet was becoming a huge deal. And I mean, and as social media was created, I ended up being on just about every social media platform because that was the thing to do. Like, you were a loser if you weren't on Facebook or whatever else social media there was. Uh, MySpace. I never actually had a MySpace account, but I know what it is. And it just got to a point where as I started working towards my writing career, I kind of realized that I was on every single social media and I took the bad advice that I needed to be everywhere all at once to widen my audience. And that's not how it works because you have one type of audience on Twitter and you have another type of audience, but both of those audiences aren't right for whatever work you're producing and you're putting out in the world. And I stopped using Twitter at the beginning of 2022. And don't get me wrong, I, like Ari, I started being on Twitter more often in 2018 when the Merry Writer game started. And it was fun while it lasted and I really enjoyed it and met a lot of great people. But then once we slowed down on the game and we started the podcast, that took up more time and I just couldn't handle Twitter anymore because Twitter is a pretty toxic place. So I stopped using it in January of 2022 with the, the idea of only taking like a month or two break from it. And uh, I haven't been back on since. I got to agree when Ari, you mentioned that like you kept reaching for your phone when you first stopped going on social media. I was doing the same thing. I still have the Twitter app on my phone, but I couldn't tell you the last time I opened it. In the beginning, I kept opening it and just looking at my notifications. I wasn't responding to anybody or, you know, retweeting anything, but I was just looking. And then it got to a point where I just stopped looking altogether. And I cannot tell you how much free time it has, it has opened up for me. Now, I haven't taken like a full break like Ari has. But I came to realize that I want to focus on just one social media. And I've decided to stick with Instagram for the time being. I've been enjoying my time on Instagram, believe it or not. I, I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram, but I have been enjoying my time on it. And I've actually had fun creating different graphics. And I've been utilizing the stories more. And I've been posting more slice of life stuff on there which I don't typically do, but I mean, who doesn't want to watch videos of my dog and my turtles if you don't stop listening to this because I don't want you here. I don't mean that, guys. But where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So basically, basically what I'm trying to say is 
when it comes to asking the question, should you take a break from social media? I do agree. I think you should take a break from social media or take a break from certain platforms that you're on. If, if you were like me and you're on multiple platforms, pick and choose just one that you want to focus on if you're not going to take a break altogether from social media, because it really will help you mentally and it'll free up so much of your time and it'll just clear your head. And as Ari said, it brings your focus back because we do, we have such short attention spans now, especially, I mean, sometimes I, I scroll through TikTok and I find 30 second videos and I can't be bothered to sit there for the full 30 seconds. It's crazy. It really is. So yeah, long story short, that's already been super long. Should you take a break? Yes, it's time to step back and reevaluate where you are on the internet and decide which is most important to you and which will help you with your work or whatever your purpose is to be on social media. It's so funny when you said that about, you know, the, the 30 second. I'm not that bad, but I remember when TikTok started bringing out three minute videos. It's like, oh, nobody's got time for that. <laughs> it's like right right yeah it's so long it's like we're this no wonder nobody gets anything done it's like we're always reaching for our phone we're always Mm -hmm. gonna watch this and obviously you say it's only a minute video it's only a minute video you know it's like a one second a one minute video and you're like well it's just one minute video it's fine and then you realize you've watched like fifty thousand one minute videos and eaten most of your life up it's i don't know how how long ago 50,000 mini videos would be 50,000 minutes. I don't know what the, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. It's if you've never taken a break, do it. I would recommend it. If nothing else, just to kind of refresh yourself. Get out, go out and do something interesting, try something creative, just spend more time writing. You'll be surprised how much more time you have, especially if you are more organized. Even when I was on social media, I wasn't a big scroller. I wasn't always scrolling, scrolling. But I did make content and I scheduled content. So I wasn't even like on my mobile all the time putting up new content because it was scheduled because I'm really big on things like that. But even then, you still had to go and check it. You had to go and respond to comments. You had to go leave comments. So I think I use social media a lot less than most people. And it still had a negative impact on my life. And it still took too much time. And I am so pleased that I've taken this break. As of recording this, I'm still on the break. By the time it comes out, I don't know if I'm going to be back. I may have just given it up completely. So who knows? But it's been it's been a couple of months as, as of recording this. And honestly, it's one of the best things I've done. I feel so much better. I have got more done. And as I'm not even sure if I want to come back yet. I really don't know. I'm not finding the benefits to be beneficially big. And if you actually look at some of the, the information about marketing for writers with social media it's not really the best tactic for marketing i'm not saying you shouldn't use it if it's there and it's free do it but if you're looking at your overall marketing tactic it's not considered the best you know you shouldn't be putting all your eggs into the social media basket for your marketing you'd be better putting them into certain types of ads like amazon ads or bookbub ads or using a newsletter or i can't think of anything else but those are those have a, a better track record your marketing than social media does and I think we forget that and we kind of just link onto it going well I have to be on there I'm a writer I need to be marketing and social media is the best but as Rachel said a tweet that lasts 12 minutes a Facebook post that lasts 24 hours maybe is it really worth it especially when some people are, are churning out four or five posts a day 
and you're doing one a week or one every day, don't wrong, don't be, I'm not suggesting you start doing several a day. Jeez, please don't do that. There's enough out there. But yeah, it's it's not as good as everyone thinks it is. So your time would be better served writing, doing more fun things, spending time with your loved ones, spending time with your pet, going out and doing something more interesting, making more memories, coming up with new ideas. <clears throat> I just knocked my microphone over. Coming up with new ideas. And you don't usually get that when you're on social media. So yeah, my advice is, and obviously Rachel's advice is, take a break. Just even a little break, take a break. See how you feel afterwards. If nothing else, I think it'll refresh you. Even if you go straight back into it, I think it will refresh you. But we personally recommend and endorse the taking a break from social media. Okay, with that said, let's turn it over to you guys. Have you or would you ever take a break from social media? We'd love to chat about it. Tell us your answers in the comments below. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join our writing community at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast. You'll get monthly bonus content and help to support the show all at the same time. So on your way out, don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. Then do come back every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Arguments Over Tea and Coffee. Which side are you on? The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.